Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Pull, pull me up! Whew! All right. Sorry, you got to, had to come up. I appreciate you coming out to the dig site. Uh, I was just down there in the mines. Uh, just oh, yeah? Spelunking, you know, in the cracks pulling out those great songs from uh 2018 yeah uh, i uh i too have been uh digging through cracks yeah. and finding i know stuff, you were down there yeah yeah that we may have missed over the past uh you know several months here i saw that uh thai soccer team and i was like guys i'll be back to help you later but i gotta get these songs right now hey they're okay they're okay okay. now yeah that's true um did they go back down in the mine no i was down there when they were down there you didn't help them i had to get songs okay oh that's true that's a good i was like i was gonna get around to it but right but either way uh we went down there and dug through the cracks and got some songs out of there we should explain that we have a segment on this show called slipping through our cracks it's when There's songs that we missed, or in this case, songs from albums that we missed from earlier in the year that uh, we slept on, and now we are awake, and we're going back and uh, listening to them and loving them, and so we've got some songs from albums released in the first half of the year that uh, we really love now, so shall we get started? Yeah, yeah, I think we should just uh, get to it i also sometimes we do a competition i feel like this is a special episode special let's just celebrate not compete uh i've signed a non-compete uh agreement so we can't compete for this episode let's celebrate good times yeah come on this is a special episode we're not doing the competition but we will still be giving our stamps of approval if brian plays a song i really love i'm gonna say lordy lordy barry gordy and if i play something brian really loves he's gonna say papa likey I'm going to get us started, and uh, I'm just going to fucking go all out on this one and play a song from an album in both of our like top five favorites. We're going to listen to some Tierra Whack right now. Oh, neato. Yeah. Uh, so Tierra Whack is a Philadelphia rapper, and she just like came roaring out the gates with this crazy creative uh, album that's 15 songs and each song is one minute so it's just 15 songs 15 minutes there's a whole music video that accompanies the entire album that plays from start to finish it's awesome it's all over the place awesome it's got a great sense of humor it's super weird and it embraces so many styles over the course of the 15 minutes um mainly in like the rap r&b pop world uh there's also like a little weirdo country pop going on at one point it's just it's completely zany it's the right amount of weird which is like i love when things are just super goofy and weird uh just for the sake of it you know but then there's some lines that get me you know oh yeah it's uh yeah it's interesting how it walks that line yeah and uh i wanted to give the listener a kind of feel for what the album is like what so you got? what you got ins- gimme 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 so instead of listening to just one song we're gonna listen to three in the album order uh so it'll be three minutes long and uh we are gonna listen to hookers hungry hippo and mm. pet cemetery mm. uh, oh what a what a run it's a it's a great run it's honestly like i it's gonna be weird to 
for you to listen to just those three songs in a row. It's like taking like an essential organ out of something and just just looking at it. You That's know? the thing it's, is, I yeah. like I barely listen to any of these songs on their own without just playing the whole album through. I know you 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 just gotta you know yeah. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's listen to Tierra Whack with Hookers, Hungry Hippo, and Pet Cemetery. <laughs> lordiest of very gordiest with that um it's one of my favorite albums of the year yeah. i it was hard to not keep listening to fuck off which comes after but it's a good I one i feel like those are some of my favorite songs especially pet cemetery like listening to it the first time the more understated sort of like the first six or seven songs are a little like chiller and then it kind of picks up with yeah. pet cemetery with that staccato piano which like you know from a lot of old hip-hop i love just staccato piano beats and 
I just love my dog had a name keeping his name alive i was singing along if you couldn't hear because i'm like i can't help but sing along you can't help but sing along and um yeah i think that um those three songs to me show the good range of the album starts kind of in the chill chill zone and then gets a little a little stranger it gets definitely stranger past pet cemetery um but i i really love how she uses her voice in weird ways where it could be kind of cheesy or something like she changes mm-hmm. her tone a lot she also adds different effects but um it's just so great the combination of yeah. vocal parts going on and it gives a different feel to every song and that's mm-hmm. why i love hookers because it's like you know she's saying like i don't need your money like money won't make me stay and it's a good like don't rain on my parade move because you're in my way um, and there's a few songs like that, just like empowering, uh, sort of tracks of like, don't bring me down. And, you know, obviously with there being a female, I see it as like a feminist mm-hmm. angle and I love those songs. And then a uh, hungry hippo, the video for that reminds me, it feels, well, the whole thing is like, kind of like lemonade, like a visual album yeah. type thing, not to say it's like ripping off lemonade or something, but that whole scene where they're all like in the limo, it's like neon just had a mm-hmm. uh, uh, like boy bye, sorry feel to me. And uh, then uh, Pet Cemetery, obviously, that hits home. And you talking uh, about dead pets, you're gonna get me emotional. I sing this to my cats all the time. <laughs> oh, that, do you change it to my cat had a name? No, I oh. still sing it. They, the they know, way. but there's a cat noise in the end there. There is, yeah. And does it make you sad? About do you sing it to oh. your pups? Yes, I do, and I, I think of the pup that we had, Potter, who uh, passed away oh, yeah. a few years ago. Um, yep. But I was Sad thinking stuff. it could even be, I mean, I think it is quite literally about a dog, but mm-hmm. it could have been about a uh, a person, too, and mm-hmm. just, you know, like a dog, like a friend. But I just love the, uh, if if I had to leave, he would do the same, just like the keeping keeping the love alive even though someone's gone it's yeah, beautiful it is yeah so that's tierra whack check that album out it's uh again just unlike anything you'll hear this year wholly original we both love it we both give it our stamps of the highest of approvals wholly original that was tier yeah that was tierra whack with hookers hungry hippo and pet cemetery from whack world which is out right now I got a big name crack slipper, a big old juicy crack slipper. Ooh, yeah. Uh, my first song comes from a band that topped the charts with their last album. Which charts? The charts. Whoa. Especially the UK charts, but mm. they're big in the US too. Um, How are they in Japan? Are they big in Japan? What is that? Uh, that's a song. Tom Waits. From, ah, there you go. Their last album reached number one on the charts in a dozen countries. Whoa. This is Arctic Monkeys. Oh, cool. The album was AM. Whoa, nice. Uh, yeah. And did how'd you feel about that album? I have felt nothing about any Arctic Monkeys album because I have never, never listened to them. Uh, I've heard of them, but I don't know. Y- you have, I'm sure, these weird gaps in music in, history yeah. where like you just don't listen to a band you don't know why this is one of them so i 
I mean, I'm sure I've heard songs before, but I can't place them. This will be kind of a reintroduction for me. Well, I first heard them with like Fluorescent Adolescence, which is probably one of their most well-known songs. And then they were gone for a while, came back in 2013, made a big splash with AM. It was just some great riffy rock songs. Uh, and I really love every song on that album. They could have just done the same thing, followed up. And uh, their fan base probably would have been happy, but they said, nah, we're going to switch it up. Have you heard anything about this new album? No. So I uh, I listened to it once and I was like, this is really good. I like it. And uh, then I heard from my friend who's like a diehard fan of their last album that he didn't like it as much. And I was like, hmm, that kind of makes me like it more <laughs> just because he's such a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I, I like a little alienation, a little switching up, evolving. So this has like a lounge music kind of feel. Okay. Some like R&B influence at times. And it's piano based, the majority of it, where that's not what they're known for. You know, they are guitar rock. And uh, Alex Turner, who's the uh, front man, lead songwriter, uh, he got a Steinway piano for his 30th birthday and like he never really had taken to the piano. He messed around with it before, but he always loved guitar, but um, he started messing around with it and that's where this album came from. He said, I arrived back off holiday. Classic. <laughs> Love it. Silly Brits. That's and, brilliant. And it was sitting there and... I just love that thing, and I'd come and sit at it and while away me days in here. I really should be reading this with an accent. You should. Can you start over again? Okay. I arrived back off for the day, <laughs> and it was sitting there. I just love that thing, and I'd come and sit at it and while away me days in here. The addition of the piano to this room was definitely a huge part of the making of this album because that suddenly became the center of it. The centra of it. They spell with the R-E. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel like that was more Australian. It, it got a little Australian. <laughs> at so the end. bad. I heard accents. pot. And I was pot. like, that's a little Boston Australian for you. <laughs> so, yeah, he took to this instrument that he had never really uh, been interested in before and just gives a whole different feel, much more toned down and spacious, but some really awesome compositions on this album. The majority of it was recorded by Turner by himself uh, on a Tascam eight track recorder. And then, you know, obviously added a bunch on top of that, but it all just started with him in a room. He was calling it the lunar surface and, uh, so, yeah, he says this album, it's got more chords and space shit. So, <laughs> sounds good. It's a good description of it. And it's kind of like a, uh, kind of reminds me of, I probably shouldn't say this because of my taint, you George, like some Father John Misty, like the Mr. Tillman song where he's sort of painting himself um you know in this like hollywood bar and he says in this who are you gonna call the martini police and uh yeah sort of just it's like a noir like lounge singer feel with mm-hmm. and it's sort of you know based around his life and career so let's get into it this is the album opener let's take a listen to arctic monkeys with star treatment
I just wanted to be one of the strokes Now look at the mess you made me make Hitchhiking with a monogram suitcase Miles away from any half-useful imaginary highway I'm a big name in deep space Ask your mates But golden boys in bad shape I found out the hard way That here ain't no place for dolls like you and me Everybody's on a barge Floating down the endless stream of great TV 1984, 2019 Maybe I was a little too wild in the 70s Rocket ship greeks down the cracks of my knuckles Karate bandana, warp speed cheek Hair down to the impressive mustache Love came in a bottle with a twist of cap Let's all have a swig and do a hot laugh So who you gonna call? to be one of those ghosts you thought that you could forget and then I haunt you via the rear view mirror on a long drive from the back seat but it's alright cause you love me and you recognize that it ain't how it should be your eyes are heavy and the weather's getting ugly so pull over I know the place Don't you know an apparition is a cheap day? What exactly is it you've been drinking these days? Jukebox in the corner, long hot summer You got a film upon the wall And it's dark enough to dance What do you mean you've never seen Blade Runner?
Yeah, Papa Lakey. That song. Yeah. Uh, that was weird. And in a in a really good way. The music I just loved so much. Yeah. Like the composition of it, a bunch of weird sounds going on and like guitars used in sparse ways and intri- mm-hmm. like different percussion and uh, yeah just structured really strangely uh with some you know time signature switch ups and and such yeah. it was cool i liked it yeah i'm mm-hmm. interested to check the rest of it out yeah i think you'll dig it very spacey loungy but uh yeah i like uh it it's kind of it's got a normal song structure like a verse and chorus but it still feels kind of rambly stream of consciousness mm-hmm. and um some interesting like uh rhythms with certain lines especially like the martini police line and how it kind of like does a little drum fill after that that part in the end the do 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 really reminds me of zappa and a lot mm-hmm. of just the way that those instrumentals are crafted reminds me of uh, his album hot rats um but i really like this idea you know he paints this picture of him at this like hotel tranquility base hotel and casino is the name of the album and it's sort of painting this image of him as like a washed up rocker and uh i just like this idea of like uh artists being like ghosts he says like i'm i just wanted to be one of those ghosts and he says now I haunt you via your rearview mirror and an apparition is a cheap date. And it's just, I feel like it's an interesting idea, like recording artists being ghosts, like, mm. cause you're kind of leaving behind this part of yourself. And, uh, you know, it probably will be here after you're gone. It will probably be heard. And so I think that's a cool idea. And, uh, there's that one line in there that, uh, you're gonna, you were talking about gaps in your knowledge. You know what I'm going to say? No. Because it's probably going to be what you say after I say that I've never seen Blade Runner. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What do you mean you've never seen Blade Runner? Right. <laughs> That's lyric. But I started Blade Runner. I just didn't finish it. I fell asleep during it twice, which probably makes it worse. <laughs> That's craziness. Um, <laughs> I've seen the sequel. I'm, you haven't seen the sequel? No, I have seen oh, the okay. sequel. Yeah, sequel Loved is it. fantastic, yeah. too. Both of them are really good, but yeah. That's that's a that's a silly thing to not have seen and a f- weird thing to fall asleep to. I I don't know how that works. It's uh, kind of slow moving in the beginning, you know. Uh, um, maybe it, the the uh, the sequel is way slower. I was tired. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, the just really cool vision that he had for this album, and uh, he clearly put a lot of thought and work into it, and I feel like. I don't I don't know. I might even like it better than AM. Mm. And I'm sure I might be in a small uh pocket of Arctic Monkey fans who think that, but I think this is a really fantastic album. It seems really cool and um it's interesting that it's such a big switch up too. Uh and uh, you know, this is coming from someone who doesn't really know them at all, yeah. but I that just that idea of um this does not sound like I thought they sounded at all. Uh, which is pretty uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So that was Arctic Monkeys with Star Treatment from Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino out now on Domino. And obviously he wanted to be one of the Strokes, and that's where this all started. That's where it Love all started. Um, all right. I'm going to move along to a producer that I really, really love, and uh, I have liked since his debut album back in 2011 
and some and uh, another one of his side projects as well this is nicholas jar uh making music under the name against all logic and mm. uh sometimes it's shortened to aal if you are looking for it and he um He's released a couple albums under his own name, and he's also uh, released a really great album under the name Dark Side, which was with uh, recorded with guitarist Dave Harrington. And uh, all of a sudden, this year, he just drops this uh, collection of songs out of nowhere and uh, under the name Against All Logic, and it's like some of his most accessible uh, songs to date and they're just really really well produced electronic music a lot of samples going on great rhythm uh and it's goes all over the place i love the the album from start to finish have have you heard this before i think i checked it out uh earlier in the year when you were telling me about it and i remember liking it but yeah i didn't really go that deep into it yeah there are some uh, several like standout songs this was a hard one to choose just one song from i wish i could just play three songs from all of these albums <laughs> but we'd be here forever yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh i so, think i think i thought that nicholas jar was a singer songwriter like damien gerardo that's like what i think of when you mm. said his name but that's interesting that i was way off yeah uh he is not that he's an electronic producer and he uh oftentimes has um I, th- I think he's known for being um unpredictable um and just making these strange uh universes uh and again this is a little more straightforward but i i think there are those strange elements mixed in with the more straightforward uh, approach which mm. i think is really great so let's listen to against all logic with city fade
I will give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Yeah, that's a good one, huh? Yeah, I loved it. I liked how it started with just the piano and like a stomp, clap, stomp, stomp, clap. And I could, I could see it being on like an Apple commercial or something. Mm-hmm. Like just that catchy piano, I feel like is something like I, you could cut some colorful images together really quick and then show an iPad or something. Um, but I really liked how it built and uh, adding different things with the vocals and the bongos. Loved the bongos going crazy. For sure. And uh, yeah, a very cool city vibe. I liked all the sound effects and yep. giving it that city feel. Yep, you got it. You got all the right good parts of that. I checked song. all the boxes. Um, yeah, I really love the uh, the percussion, the bongos in that, and it just builds to. Um, at times, it seems a little chaotic and like it's almost unraveling uh, with with the beat, but it stays and it it, it gets into this really great rhythm section going on and then the yeah and like you said the city sounds come in and there's this weird like high-pitched almost synth sounding part towards the end and it it just makes a very interesting universe and uh the entire album uh the album's called 2012 to 2017 or 2012 to 2017 whatever however you say that um, so these are a collection of songs that he's been making during that time. So it feels almost like a like best of collection uh, from start to finish. And Nicholas Jar has a lot of different modes. He can be a little more um, ambient or out out there. And this entire album finds him more in his dance mode. It's very dancey, very catchy. And uh, I really, really enjoy this entire album. So that was Against All Logic with City Fade from 2012 to 2017, out now on Other People. One album I've been obsessed with that just came out is Marlowe, rap mm-hmm, duo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told you I've been, I was listening to a lot of like radio for that that led me down this great indie hip hop wormhole on uh, spotify and something that kept coming up an album that i kept hearing about earlier in the year and i neglected uh was black milk oh yeah black milk with the album fever Mm. and i feel like uh i maybe because it's so smooth i overlooked it or something like i because i had listened to a couple songs and i just didn't listen to the whole thing and then uh kept coming up i kept liking what i was hearing and i went and listened to the whole album and it's it's great mm-hmm. uh black milk has been around for the past 15 years making hip-hop he uh got his first production credit on slum village when he was a teenager in the early 2000s and uh he's made a handful of albums since then worked with a ton of people he worked with jack white on a couple things including danny brown's really dough <laughs> i had no idea that he did that that's fun he's just an amazing uh wordsmith and producer and uh for his new album fever he said i wanted to make a more colorful feel-good album because i felt like my last two were pretty dark of course between the election intense political and social climate it was hard for me to stay on that feel-good vibe and he, you know, he talks about some heavier stuff, but um, also just gets into like relationship stuff. And it is, like I said, it's very smooth, very uh, 
sort of easily digestible, but with some really well-crafted uh, beats that it, it's subtlety, it's it's strength. And I feel like that's maybe why I didn't latch onto it at first, because you gotta got to pay attention to the details. So let's uh, take a listen to Black Milk with Could It Be. Admit that he was for stand change course when it's out of control fill it down in my soul fast forward and foresee that fork in the road listen mention you want to roll for a car whipping it's mind bending open your eyes i'm bending the rules time ticking the time's different on the globe with every soul trying to survive in it that's the that's the main concern whole hood celebrate when the tables turn you see feels like i'm on the cusp great forever forever's not long enough it's just Said the grind can't stop to letters in your name get bigger like cap blocks. Still can't start so far from your last stop. Death to the yes man, blind the mascots. Look past the moment and try to find your last opponent. Trying to find the answer before this life flashes past you. Blink of an eye, go ghost like a phantom. I'd rather imagine a whole block popping corks, toasts, and glasses. More life, no ashes to ashes. Live life fast with no crashes. You can picture that with no caption. Try to see the vision, no glasses. You could picture that with no cameras or flashes. You could just imagine. Still keep my hunger like fasting. Still keep a ghetto fab like putting money in the mattress. And that's just point blank. No bite in my tongue. Damn, he's so frank. Ain't the top ten. They don't rank. They ask me to change some things and no thanks back. That's also a crack slipper for me that I have been listening to recently. Yeah. And uh, you picked a great song. Good job. Thanks. 
there are several from that album that are yeah. standout. Uh, it's just a really great, smooth, like you said, listen from start to finish. Uh, that song in particular kind of uh, has a old school hip hop vibe to me, which I really like. Uh, it's jazzy and spacey. It also kind of sounds a little futuristic, which is always great. Yeah. Um, and his his rapping is, is fantastic. It's just a, a really solid, well put together uh, hip hop album. And I like real hip hop, you know, and I feel like this is for sure real hip hop. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like an old, old school hip hop mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. but it's more carefully crafted. Mm-hmm. Um you know where i feel like the uh the kendricks you know now more doing like the live band production but it still feels like that old school but it mm-hmm. is you know the that organic instrument sound um and i love this this story kind of going on here talking about him you know where he came from and coming up now and trying to get his name bigger like caplocks which the <laughs> album is all in uh caps um, but yeah, I feel like his, his style is, uh, very effortless and, yeah. uh, like I said, like subtle, both in the music and, uh, in his, uh, in his verses, like subtle, uh, how brilliant it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, you can definitely hear that on this song. So that was black milk with, could it be from fever out now on mass appeal slash computer ugly, which is black's own label. I'm super pumped now to play a song from someone I've been gushing about to you for Gross. a while. Uh, I've been gushing about Gish. <laughs> uh, this is Sydney Gish. Oh, yeah. And uh, have you listened to this album yet? I only listened to the first you song. You fool! You need to listen to all of it. Well, this picks up nicely because this is actually the second song. I know I'm going to love it. Um, it, is, it is so good. This is, uh, Sydney Gish is a Boston singer-songwriter. And uh, that doesn't really encompass all that is in this album. Uh, it's just a melodic, complex, endearing, funny, and very introspective collection of songs. You say Boston? Yes, I did. Ah. Yep. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, Not Australian like I was doing before. <laughs> nice that was good no she's not from australia she's from boston i actually thought you said she was from australia for some reason maybe i heard boston and thought australia i like the combination they should come together to be australia i i love this idea you heard it here first folks yeah australia and the the songs are all kind of all over the place but have a this connecting thread of just being really great written pop songs mm-hmm. and uh they are mostly on guitar she's a really great guitarist she studied jazz guitar on the youtube mm-hmm. and has this collection of songs and one she's singing to her bunny she makes matrix references Aww. lyrics about uh, video game non-playable characters mm-hmm. and just like a bunch all over the place but it's also very very introspective in the song we're going to listen to she has the line um two-faced bitches never lie therefore i never lie so she's kind of calling herself a two-faced bitch i don't think that's true but she is Mm self-deprecating throughout the album um she recorded this herself with a usb microphone chops in some weird noises some like parts from records like old talking people talking to you records and 
sounds. All sounds right up my alley. It's uh, it's really good. So let's listen to this song by Sidney Gish called Sin Triangle.
Gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Yeah. Two-faced gishes never lie. <laughs> and nice. she she did not lie on that song. But I like that. Obviously, they do lie. They're two-faced. Um, me being a Gemini, I know this. Uh, <laughs> right. And But, you know, her saying that they don't lie is a lie in itself. And her mm. being an example of her being two-faced. So then maybe she's telling the truth. It's, oh, man. It's all it's, a cycle. So but I like the idea of a sickness by another name would not be i forget what she says it's like you still wouldn't be good but you can't help but look at something else and be like oh maybe it would be better if things were like that but um so some uh interesting lyrics i feel like i need to uh keep listening and sort of dig into some of the meanings there but you definitely hear that jazz guitar that she studied on the youtubes <laughs> yep. and um the audio clips i love in music in general and you know, I mentioned Marlowe earlier because they do it really well on and like a crazy amount on the new album. And it makes me think of like the avalanches, which like hip hop is more where you think that stuff like shows up more. Right. But I like uh, putting it in other styles of music like Cornelius. This reminds me of Cornelius's mm. first album mm-hmm. with that cut and paste style with different sounds and audio clips coming in and like Titus Andronicus, the monitor had all those old speeches and so i like just using that in uh in uh styles where it normally wouldn't be used and i feel like she gives it that whole bedroom pop indie rock style um and uses that and gives it a whole uh different feel absolutely yeah you you nailed it and the entire album is just chock full of those kinds of moments and she is like a queen of the chorus she just writes incredible choruses incredible pop songs and like you said the added just uh cut and pasting interesting strange sounds or recordings into songs is another thing that makes it stand out and that made me uh you know listening to this song and hearing that recording made me want to ask you a question and that's did you ever want to go one place and the gang wants to go somewhere else (laughs) has that ever happened to you um yeah i'm sure what did you do uh we had to compromise Mm, okay that reveals something interesting about your personality uh that you are a compromiser yeah that you that you (laughs) give up yeah when i that i'm considerate and can work with others i uh will just roll over and go anywhere that anyone else wants to go pretty much all the time so i'm just a pushover so that's what this song taught me if we're being if we're being real i'm probably more of a pushover (laughs) i'm like yeah sure whatever so yeah we're learning about ourselves and that's what this album will do it'll teach you about you in a fun way well i can't wait to learn about myself through the chorus queen gish herself that's right now you too can gush about gish so that was sydney gish with sin triangle from no dogs allowed which is out now and technically if we want to get real technical it came out december 31st of 2017 whoa but i'm counting it as a 2018 album i don't care what any of you say i'm the master of my own universe thank you very much all right well my next song comes from an album that came out in february and i had not heard it and i saw it on up rocks's uh list of best albums of the year so far and checked it out and i thought it was just beautiful 
this is one I just love to just close my eyes and listen to it and just let the music surround you, take you to another world. This is the album Cusp by the singer-songwriter Alayla Diane. Uh, she's been making music uh, for over a decade now, and uh, she was doing a residency in Oregon, which is funny because I'm about to head there this week. Ooh. Um, but she was doing a residency there, and while shoveling snow, she broke her thumbnail, which made her finger-picking style challenging. And much like Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys, like we just talked about, uh, she took to the piano. Hmm. And uh, so this, we're going to listen to the first song on the album, and this is just a beautiful piano tune. So let's listen to it. We'll talk more after. Here's Alayla Diane with Albatross. Looking back at what I 
That was beautiful. Um, I can definitely see that acting as like sort of meditative and healing and totally. just, uh, you know, closing your eyes in the dark to it and it gets into your soul. Uh, I, I really did enjoy that. The piano was fantastic, and when the or like the full orchestration came in at the yeah. end, it was a little like I don't know, disorienting kind of like it was uh, discordant a little bit. But I, I appreciated that uh, feel to it. Yeah, it was good. Enjoyed it. And that's what's interesting. It's very beautiful, but it'll sort of add in those discordant notes. Uh, doesn't stay in the beautiful melody too long before sort of switching it up and giving you that sort of unsettling sounds uh she said and i didn't even realize this listening to the album the first couple times she said this music is about motherhood uh even just by saying that it feels like people will write you off it's like you've suddenly lost the charm of being youthful and even attainable you've been commoditized as available there's not a big place in the music industry for 30 something women with kids making music maybe we can create that space she says so um sort of something that she's like you know kind of taboo to write about which is stupid uh because actually mm-hmm. i found like uh el Pero del mar's uh album that i played a song from here on was the same sort of thing like after she had uh given birth and like uh meditated on that sort of experience all these great songs came out of it and uh so that's the same thing that's happened here this beautiful album's come out of it but uh, the chorus I want to talk about a little bit because she, if the, I first just interpret it as I'd rather be an albatross, like flying high rather than like looking back at what I left behind. Just like, you know, being free, doing what you want mm-hmm. rather than looking back and regretting things. But she specifically says an albatross, which is like a sailor superstition. I looked it up because I remembered back in school reading a story where this guy had to wear this dead albatross on his head i Mm. don't remember why he had to do it it's the rhyme of the ancient mariner but that's like an old sailor superstition that albatrosses are the spirits of dead sailors Mm. so i was thinking maybe it's uh sort of like being like a ghost sort of and um passing on and being free in that sense rather than like looking back but maybe it's just about moving forward and not looking back and regretting things either way it's beautiful. I also believe that albatross is um, used sometimes as a metaphor for a curse or some sort of burden that you have to bear. I think that's why they made him wear the albatross yeah. in the story is. Oh, okay. So. So maybe she's saying she'd rather be cursed. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Or a curse. Or a curse. Crazy. Reverse the curse. Um. That's also just this guy I know, Albatross. He's oh. a really nice guy. <laughs> El, you know Albatross? Yeah. He, ah. uh, he changed my oil up there at the uh, no mechanic shop. Yeah. That's crazy. He uh, he fixed my air conditioner at my house. Oh, nice. Guys, head up to Albatross's uh, auto shop up there. And heating and cooling. <laughs> and heating and cooling. All right. So that was Layla Diane with Albatross from Cusp. That is out now. All right, so I'm going to move along to uh, a band I had never heard of before. And um, I came across uh, Stereo Gums, like best albums of the first part of the year sort of list. Mm -hmm. And I was reading through it and I saw this band name 
and it's Rolo Tomasi. And um, I was like, I love that because it's a L.A. Confidential reference. Um, I don't know if you remember oh. L.A. Confidential. I don't. I've seen it, but I don't really remember um, well enough to get a reference. Okay. Well, Rolo Tomasi is like a made up person uh that one character tells another character as he's dying which then reveals that person as duplicitous like in in the end Mm. spoiler alert um it it's uh so it's like a made-up person but anyway i thought oh that's a fun name i'm gonna check this band out without knowing much about them i think in the write-up i saw like beautiful and cathartic or something like that so i just pressed play and and took a listen to it and um I kind of want to do the same for you. This is all this is all you're going to know about it and just know that this song we're going to listen to is over 8 minutes long. So sorry if you don't want to listen to it but you have to. Oh boy. All right. You know me, I'm not normally a long song guy, but um this this one I think's worth it's it. It's worth it. So, let's take a listen to Rolo Tomasi with A Flood of Light.
Oh boy. I'm glad you didn't say anything because that uh, definitely took me off guard. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be some like electronic song that, you know, builds a bunch of layers off of this uh, sort of synth part that starts it. But boy, was I wrong. So wrong. That screaming came and smacked me in the face, nearly soaked my trousers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was scared. And what a demonic, really good scream. Oh, Just yeah. really gravelly scream. Um, and yeah, I really liked the blending of that with the ethereal, sometimes going from that to the more ethereal stuff and sometimes having them both together, like in the middle there. Very interesting sound. It is a style I used to listen to a lot, um, that I don't much anymore. And I feel like I'm glad you played it because I feel like there's stuff that I should give more of a chance, but I hear the screaming and I'm like... I'm going to get bored with this for a whole album. Like sometimes I listen to the first song and I'm like, Oh, it's screaming. I'm not going to be able to be into that for a whole album, but they kept it interesting, uh, kept my attention. So I'm like, I I could probably get into it, uh, with this type of thing. Yeah, I think so. And similarly, I used to, well, my experience with hardcore music was listening to Christian hardcore music. Yes. Uh, I didn't listen to much non-Christian hardcore music. But yes, I at one point in my life loved it very, very much. Um, and haven't really given it much uh, time over the past several years. And I feel like this, uh, maybe it could be a gateway album back into that sort of music for me. Uh, I love the entire thing. It is very different, I feel like, than a lot of hardcore albums, though. It uh, it covers a lot of terrain, and I feel like this song does a really great job of encapsulating all the different parts of the album. So um, hmm. you'll have uh, you have a couple songs that are just her singing that are much prettier. You have some that are just him screaming, which are insane. And then you have a few really long songs. There's three that are over seven minutes long that are like this, a combination going all over the place. Uh, And most of the songs all flow together and and dissolve into one another. And uh, it's just a really great from start to finish album that uh, really surprised me and uh, continues to uh, grow on me more and more. Cool. Yeah, there were a couple of times, like, at the beginning and the end where I was kind of like, okay, we could uh, wrap this up a little bit, <laughs> but I uh, I didn't feel like that was eight minutes. It kind of went by quickly, so, yeah. yeah, I liked it. Cool. Well, check it out. That was Rolo Tomasi with A Flood of Light from Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It, which is out now on Holy Roar Records. That was a Holy Roar, for sure. It's a very appropriately a named uh, label for them to be on. All right, well, my final song, I've been excited to play you this one because you got to hear this whole album. This is a very recent crack slipper. It was not very deep in the crack, easy to pull out, um, and it just came out in the beginning of July, and this was a week that I believe it was July 6th where we were like, I, there, nothing's coming out. There's nothing mm. at all. And then this one somehow slid by, and I heard a song on Discover Weekly and loved it. This is the album Sincerely S Love X or Kiss says it's meant to be pronounced um, by Simon Love. He's an English singer songwriter and this album is great. It, it reminds me of like Ezra Furman's um, 
perpetual motion people where it's kind of like some nostalgic styles blended into an interesting combination and every song brings something else to the table there's some great horns on it uh some like beatlesy melodies and piano parts elo type harmonies and uh every song on it is fantastic uh and simon says maybe it sounds rather corny but love really is a big part of this album and the first song god bless the dick who let you go he says was a wedding gift for his wife but that song's great he's saying like uh god bless like your mother and father for bringing you into the world listening Mm -hmm. to all these people and this last one goes to someone i don't know god bless the dick that let you go um he's got a song about his love for joey ramone uh a song i fucking love you which was i almost played that one um and there's a line in that where he says if we should die from some madman cross the sea it's like i wonder who that's about. yeah i don't know who he's talking about we ain't got no madmen over here no no unless you're talking about don draper (laughs) he's dead though yeah i assume uh they right i mean he was alive in the 60s well he might be i don't know he might be i don't know maybe with all that coke ad money he kept himself yeah he's probably alive somewhere so yeah just don draper (laughs) so that kind of gives you an idea of the vibe on the album it's often very heartfelt and powerful but definitely goofy and fun and not taking itself too seriously the song we're going to listen to is the album closer called not if i see you first so let's listen we'll talk more about it after here's simon love with not if i see you first saying goes You always heard the one you love I guess this means you must have loved me very much And if you happen upon me In the street or an ambulance or worse You can use your lines so well dressed and rehearsed But not if I Not if I see you first Stand dream. 
Pompalikey. That was a, a nice, bouncy, catchy, uh, also with some humor in it song. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it. The He's from uh, England, I believe, right? Yes. He said. Um, they have a great tradition of just putting out really well-crafted, uh, bouncy, uh, like, indie rock songs. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of your Camera Obscuras or your Bell and Sebastians yes. or something absolutely uh, in that vein. And uh, I, I liked it a lot. I'm going to check this album out for sure. He comes from a long line of great English musicians like that, and I feel like he's inspired by a lot of them and brings a lot of different styles together. You even heard like that one random part where he puts in a goofy synth there. Mm. And uh, just, yeah, the arrangements are always awesome, really fun, catchy, every song, and some clever lyrics. I love the, you made your bed, now you can go and get fucked in it, and the just the the whole chorus is brilliant i why why in an ambulance those are his two choices <laughs> the street or an ambulance or worse <laughs> or worse yeah and uh i just loved that the line that really i loved the first time i heard it was i'll see you in hell reading chapter and verse and um yeah every song on here is just brilliantly written and a lot of fun so go check it out this says skyrocketed to the top of my list it was a surprise to me uh so that was simon love with not if i see you first from sincerely s love x kiss that is out now on tapete records all right well that's gonna do it for our very special crack slipping episode we hope you enjoyed uh these overlooked songs uh from the first half of the year don't put words in my mouth i hope everyone hated them oh okay never mind i hope you enjoyed i hope you hated them but either way we appreciate you coming along for the ride uh as always you should head over to go to blastermagazine.com check out all the great stuff over there uh you can find us on all your tweets and such at best song ever pod and uh you could write us a review on itunes if you feel so inclined and uh, we want to thank our friends in the band Congress for letting us use their song Pond Fight as our theme. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. It's the best song ever. Best song ever.